Hello, welcome to another episode of Pure Nonsense. In my last episode, I went into detail on things like clothes, and then I went into uh, relationships and social situations and stuff like that. Obviously, the relationship and social aspect part, those are a little more serious things in life. The clothing, the opinions that people have about you, that you have about others, those are not really important in the grand scheme of things, as we all know. That being said, for this episode, I really wanted to go with kind of a lighter topic. Not necessarily light, as in it doesn't matter, but lighter as in something to just start your day off right. Usually for me, I'll listen to podcasts kind of in the morning or early afternoon when I'm getting my day going, when I'm in the car, driving wherever I need to go, all of that. So, I'm just going to assume you might potentially be listening to this at the beginning of the day, and even if you're not, if it's at midnight, that's amazing. There might be thunder. Hang on. Okay. Oh. Oh my god. Okay. Yeah, I don't know if you can hear that. It's storming again. I feel like every episode I've ever recorded for this podcast, it has been storming, which that's fine. Storms are very cozy, you know, they, I feel like, create a really great mood. I don't know. Sometimes they do, sometimes they don't, depending on what you have going on. Some, sometimes rain ruins some things, but it has seriously been storming every single day for weeks now. And I know summer showers, you know, that's a thing, that's normal, but I do not remember it ever being like this every single day. And like later in the afternoon, which yes, afternoon thunderstorms, that's what happens in summer. But every day, it's just strange. I don't know. Anyways, it is storming. I'm very cozy right now. It is Monday. I'm posting this tomorrow. So I'm a little late to the game, but that's okay. For me, I've completely gotten off topic, but whatever. I'm just going to keep going. For me, Mondays and Tuesdays are kind of my quote-unquote days off because I am self-employed. I have my own small business and I am a baker. So I do custom cakes, wedding cakes, you know, cake design. I do all the baking, the decorating, the deliveries, all of that. Every aspect of the business I do. And so with things like that, and then I also do the social media and stuff. And with all of that, weekends are very busy because weekends are when people have their weddings or their parties or whatever event they're doing, you know, to where they'll need custom desserts. So Saturdays and well, okay, Fridays and Saturdays are like my busiest days of the week. And then when it comes to like Monday and Tuesday, that's when I'm just relaxing. So this is kind of like my, like I said, quote unquote day off. Obviously, I still do the emails and the social media and all of that stuff, but I don't have to like physically go out and deliver things usually on Mondays. So that's great. That's why I'm recording right now. Anyways, like I said, I wanted to keep this episode a little lighter because I just think it's fun to talk about some of the little things in life, some of the things that I enjoy myself. 
just some of the things that add a little bit of happiness. And I think that's something great to listen to when you're starting your day. If it's in the middle of the day, like I said, if it's at midnight, that's awesome. This is going to be a light, happy topic. So I really think it's perfect for any time. So yeah, with this episode, I really wanted to make it a lighter topic just about day-to-day life things because I feel like it's easy for most of us to go about our day-to-day life and point out the things that go wrong, like the things that we wish were different. It could be every 10 minutes that you might get annoyed at something or every hour just throughout your workday, whatever it is. And I really want this podcast to be a, you know, more positive and uplifting place. Like I said, it's nice to listen to those positive podcasts when you're starting your day. And that's one of my favorite things to do. So that's one of the reasons I wanted to start this. And then obviously we do have annoyances in our lives and unfortunate events throughout our lives and all of that. Some of us have that more than others. It it just depends. But I'm hoping that some of the little things that I talk about that you know, you might begin to notice in your life. I hope that that makes you look at how incredible our daily lives really are. And these aren't things that are materialistic. You know, I know some people might talk about how their designer shopping spree made them really happy last weekend. And it's like, okay, that's great for you. But that is not even close to what most people are going to be able to experience. So, I cannot take that advice and go shopping at, you know, these designer places to lift my spirits. I'm going to need, you know, something a little lower than that. So that's kind of where I come in. I have compiled a list of a bunch of things that I just notice throughout my daily life. And it might not be every single day, but maybe on a weekly basis. Let's just say weekly. Just different things that really do add so much happiness to my life no matter what else is going on. Obviously, like I said, there are unfortunate events in life. There are going to be annoyances. We're going to have hard times from time to time. That's inevitable. It's with those harder, you know, circumstances in life, it might be harder to see what is really good right in front of you, you know, right in that moment, which is totally fine. You have every right to take your time and lay in your bed and mope and grieve and whatever the situation calls for. But when you start, you know, going about your life after that, there are different things that you can point out where if you're annoyed at something about work, if you're annoyed with your friends, your family, whatever's happening, you can point out these little things and it might just make your day a little bit better. So, That's why I've compiled a list. I wanted to talk about those little things in my life and maybe it'll get you thinking about all of the little things in your life that are always going to be there to an extent and that will always just put a little smile on your face. And actually, I was just thinking about it. I think a better way to phrase everything that I'm going to talk about, just those little things in life that bring comfort to my life. Not necessarily immediate happiness, because like I said, if you are going through a hard time, even noticing and pointing out these little things might not make you burst into laughter out of pure joy. It really depends. So I think just the little things that bring comfort to my life, that 
I know I can look forward to, that I know I can count on, that are like just for me. They don't have anything to do with someone else. They're, you know, always going to be there for me. These things just bring comfort to my life. So that being said, let's get into it. So the first thing, okay, and let me, let me preface this by saying you might cringe. This might be cheesy. I don't know. I have a list of, let me see, it's 23 things. I'm going to go through them quick. I know I talk a lot and I kind of ramble, but we'll go through it quick. I'll read, I'll read the bullet points and then give a tiny little description. That'll be that. They might be cheesy. If they're too cheesy, feel free to stop listening. That's totally fine. But number one, the birds chirping in the morning. If I have a super busy day, if I know I'm going to be stressed throughout the day, but I wake up and there's a ton of birds chirping and it's just like, it's the, it's such a pretty sound. You would be lying if you said birds chirping in the morning wasn't a pretty sound. I absolutely love that. That is one of my favorite ways to start my day that I don't even have anything to do with. It's all the birds. And I just think that's incredible. Number two, I've talked about this before, but a good old cup of coffee. I prefer iced right now, but any type of coffee, well, okay, not any type, but like hot or cold, a good cup of coffee when you wake up. When you do the thing where you don't look at your phone for like the first hour of the day, oh my god, I just squished a bug with my finger. Oh god, it was slimy. Why did I use my hand? Ugh, hang on. Okay, I'm back. There was one of those house centipede things. Not like a full centipede, but you know those house centipedes that are smaller? There was just one right next to me, and for some reason, my immediate reaction was to pick it up with my fingers and just squish it. No no tissue or anything. I've never done that. I don't know why I did that. It was so slimy. I just washed my hands, so we're good. Anyways, the good cup of coffee, hot or iced, maybe a little sweet flavoring added. You can have it black, whatever. First thing in the morning, birds chirping. You haven't looked at your phone yet. You're going through your to-do list of what you need to do that day. The coffee makes it so much better. It really does. Number three, a relaxing shower at the end of the day and then putting on a clean, massive t-shirt. That is my go-to bedtime attire. I don't do the matching PJs. I think there's the matching PJs are so cute, like around Christmas and stuff. But if I'm being honest, I don't actually wear those to bed. Those are just cute for like little movie nights and stuff. But the big t-shirt after a relaxing shower and like a shower where you washed your hair, you moisturized, you used body oil, a body scrub, the the whole nine yards, everything. That's such a good feeling. The big t-shirt after is just cherry on top of that. So good. Number four, sharing exciting personal news with someone and then they share your excitement and they like match your level of excitement because when something happens in your life, when it's something relating to your hobby or your job or your business or whatever it is and you have some exciting news to share. And you go to someone that you really want to tell it to and you have such excitement in your voice and your eyes are lighting up and you're so happy when you're telling them 
And then their response is like, oh, okay, yeah, that's awesome. Cool. Okay. That is such a bad feeling. I don't like when people do that. If the person that is talking to you is clearly just insanely excited about whatever it is they're talking about, I don't care if you don't care about it at all. Match their excitement for like 30 seconds and you will make their day. Just do that. It's not that hard. Because the best feeling is when the person you're talking to matches your excitement. That is so nice. It really is. It makes you feel it makes you feel heard, it makes you feel seen. It makes you feel like the person you're explaining it to actually cares about what you're talking about. And okay, maybe it's not good to just straight up lie and say that you are so interested and you care so much about the topic if you seriously don't care at all. But they probably already know that, especially if they're excited about something that's just relating to them on a personal level. But even if you don't care about it for your own life, literally just act excited. Just, oh my god, that's incredible. I'm so happy for you. I'm so excited for you. That's so great for you. Wow, this is amazing. Good job. Awesome. Yeah, woohoo. Just do that. You're not lying. Okay, just be excited for them. That is the best feeling. And we all know that we love it. So let's not let's not do other people dirty. Let's give them the excitement that we would want, right? Okay, that's one of the best things in life. Anyways, number five, cooking or baking a new meal and it turns out so good. When you've never made something, say it's a dinner that you're cooking for you and your significant other or you're cooking it for your family or you're having friends over for you know, whatever, whatever you're hosting, you're trying out a new recipe, you've never made it, you just found it last night on Pinterest, and you want to make something good that everyone's going to love, and you want to try and show off some hosting skills. When that meal turns out really good, and it's your first time making it, that's a good feeling, because usually recipe testing or creating your own recipe from scratch that takes a long time. Trust me. That takes a long time. I've been doing that for a little while now with my baking business. The whole social media side, I do recipes and stuff like that. I have my recipe blog and everything. And creating recipes is not, it's not a piece of cake, no pun intended. But it's really not. Like, there are so many details that go into it. So when you try a recipe for the first time and you've never done anything like it and it turns out so good, oh, you are going to fly high for the rest of the day or the rest of the week, honestly. I mean, that that is so nice. That is such a good boost of serotonin. It's just one of those great things that you can do at any time and it's so fun. Okay, number six. This one I wrote down because, like I said, I think in my last episode, it has been way too hot. I love summer, like I said in the last episode, but oh my god, it is hot. I mean, the humidity that we have, and it's probably amplified with all of the summer showers, it is so hot. So, number six 
the reason I wrote it is because of just the temperature right now. But one of the best things is that perfect 75 degree weather. When you go outside, the humidity is kind of low. This is the kind of weather you get in the fall. The humidity is low or not really there. And the high temperature for the day is going to be like 70, 75. That is so nice. You can wear pants and then put a tank top with the pants so you're not sweating, but you can still kind of go into that fall outfit look type of thing. And then it's it's just nice not to sweat when you have to do day-to-day stuff, when you have to go grocery shopping or the gas station, when you have to go to the pharmacy or when you're meeting up with friends and you sit at a restaurant and the only available table is outside, it's really nice to be able to say, oh, okay, yeah, let's sit outside. That'll be incredible. I love, I love sitting outside at a restaurant, having cute little drinks, getting an appetizer. That is incredible. I should add that to the list. But when it's 110 degrees outside, that is not going to cut it that is not comfortable. So that perfect 75 degree weather, really, that I was, (laughs) I was about to say that perfect 75 degree weather really tickles my pickle. Um, I don't think that's a saying and I don't think it's appropriate, but I like it. I think that's a great saying. It tickles my pickle. Yeah. I'm going to say that. I'm going to say that in a real life conversation and I'm going to see what reaction I get. And if it's a reaction of, oh, that's that's funny. What was that? I'm going to keep using it. But if someone says, um, what did you just say to me? Then I will nix it and I will let you guys know that you should not say it either. Also, maybe it already is a saying and I did not come up with it and I am being delusional. But anyways, Perfect 75 degree weather really tickles my pickle. Number seven. Oh, this one. I like this one. When an old friend that you don't really talk to, but you kind of occasionally talk to maybe, still follow each other on social media, but they're an old friend. They're not really a current friend. But when they remember your birthday and they send you like a cute little text message that they're thinking about you, that is so sweet. Now, I don't get offended at all if someone forgets my birthday. If my parents forgot my birthday, I would probably get offended. But if it's like an old friend that I haven't really talked to, that I don't keep in touch with too much, and they remember my birthday, that is insanely nice. That, it kind of is crazy because I personally don't remember old friends' birthdays necessarily. It depends on how close I was with them back in the day. But if they were like a friend that I had for like a year, I could not tell you what their birthday is. I'm so sorry. But at the same time, like I said, I don't get offended if someone forgets my birthday. So I'm not being a hypocrite. And I think that's okay. I don't think it's wrong to forget someone's birthday if they're not like in your life at that moment in a big way. It's it's really not a big deal. I Anyways, If an old friend remembers your birthday, though, that is so nice. It's just so sweet. And you don't have to get a present. You don't have to send a card. None of that. Just a cute little text. Hey, happy birthday. I hope you're doing well. Love you. Miss you. Whatever. So cute. So nice. Very thoughtful. 
maybe a card would be more thoughtful, but obviously we're in the technology age and everyone, no one really sends cards. I like cards though. Those are good touches. Okay. Number eight. Is it number eight? Yes. Number eight. The sense of pride and accomplishment after you worked so many hours or if you worked so many days in a row, which would also equate to so many hours, but that sense of pride and accomplishment that you get after a hard week's work, hard weeks, after a hard week of work, that's a better way to say it, after a hard week of work, feeling so accomplished, that is so nice, that's how I feel on Mondays pretty much. Because like I said, Mondays are my slow days. Those are my more relaxed days after all of the weddings and all of that stuff from the previous week. That sense of accomplishment is so nice. It really makes you feel like you're doing something, which you are. If you're working your butt off, you are doing something good for you. I love that feeling. Obviously, as you're doing the work, it can probably feel very draining and stressful at times. But when you finish that work and you make it to the end, of that week. That is so nice. It's such a good feeling. You really feel good about yourself. And that's something for you. You know, like I said, these things are things for you. Obviously, my list isn't going to be the same as your list. But I like thinking of those things that, like I said, no matter who's in your life, who's not in your life, no matter what's going on, you still have all of those things that make you happy that are for you, for yourself. I think that's very important in life. Next one, number nine. Ooh, this one is so good. When you order a pizza and you pick up your first slice and you take that first bite, that first bite of pizza, right? Right at the little point at the end of the pizza. That first bite of pizza is insane. It is so good. Obviously, if you're ordering pizza from a not-so-tasty place, maybe it's not that good. Maybe you got a bad pizza. But if you get a good pizza and you take that first bite, that is so good. It is nice. It's tasty. It's probably warm. And it's delicious. That's number nine. Number 10. Ooh, number 10 kind of goes along with number three. Number three was the relaxing shower with the big t-shirt. Number 10, (laughs) not the big t-shirt in the shower. You take a shower, dry off, and then put on the big t-shirt. Number 10, clean bed sheets. When you take your shower, you dry off, you put on your clean big t-shirt, and you go in your room and all of your bedding is freshly cleaned, You dressed your bed earlier in the day after getting the sheets out of the dryer. The bed's turned down, ready for you to crawl right in there. Fresh, clean sheets. Oh, and they probably smell good. Whatever your dryer sheets are, whatever your detergent is, probably smells good. That's so nice. That is such a nice thing. And that is really good sleep, too. It really helps with sleep, which is going to help with everything else in your life. Sleep is a very big thing. I'm a big proponent on getting enough sleep. Um, So yeah, clean bed sheets. That'll help with that. If you haven't been getting good sleep, try cleaning your sheets. And if that doesn't work, I don't know what to tell you. Number 11, untouched snow. 
on top of railings, windowsills, rooftops, all of that. Untouched snow. When you wake up in the morning, it was snowing all throughout the night. And however much snow, however much you got, it's sitting on top of the railings. And it's like perfectly plump. It's fluffy. It looks so satisfying and all you want to do is like throw your whole body onto it and like fall in a nice little pillow of snow. Now we don't get that much snow, so don't do that because you might hurt yourself. But looking at the snow when it's just perfect and it's new and it's crisp and it's probably sparkling, snow sparkles. I think that's pretty. That's just nice. And then, obviously, you're going to have to go outside at some point to do whatever you need to do. Your footprints are going to get in the snow. And then birds are going to come. Squirrels are going to come. When the sun starts coming out, some of it might start melting. It won't look as satisfying. But when you first get out of bed after it was just snowing, what an incredible sight. Absolutely incredible. Okay, number 12. When you... Go on Spotify or wherever you listen to your music and you hit shuffle, but you know you want to listen to one particular song, but you're still going to let it choose for you. And so you hit shuffle and that one song plays first thing that it's like they're reading your minds. They probably are. They probably are. But that is a good feeling when your favorite song is the first one that's played on shuffle. That's going to get your day started well. That's going to get your workout started well, your drive to work whenever you're hitting the shuffle button. That is going to tickle your pickle. It's so nice. Number 13, reading a very good book that you don't want to put down. This is not that common in my opinion. I feel like there are just so many books. So many books. And every single one of them is obviously completely different, even from the same authors and series. They're all very different. And so when you find that book that you do not want to put down, it's so nice because then you feel like you're doing something good for yourself. You're not looking at your phone. You're not watching Netflix. You're not just staring off into the distance, not doing anything with your time. You're stimulating your brain. You're having a good time. And it's just so entertaining. That is such a nice thing. Number 14, when you do your laundry and you get it out of the dryer and you dump all the clean laundry onto your bed so that you can fold it and you have a matching pair for every sock. Every sock has has another sock and then all of your socks are in pairs and you don't have a single sock that is misplaced. Everything is there. Everything is folded. Everything's put away. That never happens, but maybe it does like mm, like twice a year and those two times a year, ooh, no one can ruin your day after that. That's incredible. Number 15, Finding the perfect candle that matches your mood. This is especially true when you're switching seasons because as you switch seasons, if you're going into spring, you probably want a clean, fresh floral scent. Going into summer, maybe you want something 
maybe you want to keep going with the floral scents. Maybe you want kind of like a beach sea breeze, something like that. When you go into fall, don't even get me started on the cold weather fall and winter scented candles. Those are the best. Those are a hell of a lot better than the spring and summer candles, in my opinion. Obviously, those still smell good. They're candles. They're meant to smell good. But when you get the fun fall ones and the fun winter ones, those are so nice. Now, I don't like insanely sweet candles. If it says like vanilla cupcake or uh, apple pie on a Thanksgiving morning, no. I I hate those. Those are the worst candles. Those give me a headache. They are so sweet and strong. I don't like it. Do I work with cake and frosting on a daily basis? Yes, I do. But when you actually bake a cake, that makes your house smell good. When you have an artificial candle that's supposed to mimic the smell of something that's already insanely sweet and full of sugar, that's not, that's too much. I don't like that. The fall and winter scents, winter scents that I like are, okay, what would the fall ones be? I don't know, like just the cozy ones, the campfire ones, the tobacco and I don't even know. I'm just going to say those manly candles, I'm putting manly in quotation marks because there's no such thing as like a manly candle, I don't think. Those are the best. The ones that have those deeper kind of woodsy scents, those are so good. And then when you get into Christmas and you have like the pine trees, oh my god, those pine candles that smell like a Christmas tree, you cannot beat that. You really can't. And when you really want that in your home and you go to the store to get one and they have such a big selection to choose from and they have exactly what you wanted, that's so nice. That's so fun. Because sometimes you might go and the shelves are empty or all they have are those insanely sweet ones that are just no good. When they have what you're looking for, incredible. Now also, okay, with candles, it's obviously summer right now. It was spring before the summer. All of the candles I've been using for months now have been those lighter scents. I still love those. I love those like mandarin what whatever candles. I love the lavender. I love the ones that are like clean sheets or like like I said, sea breeze. Those are very nice. Those are just clean and fresh. Those make your home feel very comfortable. Like I said, I don't want any of the sweet stuff. The sweet stuff is too much. So if it's a clean scent, I love it. If it's a woodsy, pine, Christmas, fall, those kinds of scents, I absolutely love. So clean or woodsy. Those are the ones I like. I don't want the apple pie, the vanilla cupcake, the, you know, cranberry icing. I don't want those. No, please no. Good candles are the ones that I like. <laughs> That's <laughs> no shit. Anyways, what was that? Was that? That was number 15. Let's go to number 16. Number 16. Oh, this one is so nice. Late night summer drives with the windows down and your favorite music playing. I did this. Let's see. It's Monday. I did this on Saturday with my boyfriend. We went out on a little date night because we can see each other on Saturdays with our work schedules. 
We really only see each other one day a week. And it was so cute. After dinner, he was like, oh, like, we should go watch the sunset. Like, that would be so nice. The weather, it because the sun was setting, it wasn't blistering hot, so it was very nice. There were clouds in the sky, so it made for a decent sunset. You know, just all the cute colors. We were listening to music. We were singing along. It was just so nice. That is one of those things where when you're experiencing it, you might even think in the moment like, damn, I'm going to miss this when it's not summer anymore. These are just the best nights when you can roll the windows down. You're not cold at all. You love the breeze. You're wearing a cute little dress. You just had a nice dinner with some cocktails and you're watching the sunset as you're driving. You're listening to your favorite music. That is so nice. I've been seeing so many videos on social media about like hot summer nights, mid-July, Lana Del Rey, and it's so true. All of those videos where it's just cute compilations of people's summer vacations or date nights or they're with their friends at the lake or something, that is such a nice feeling. I love that so much. Now, can you experience that in the winter? If you want, um, you can roll your windows down. You might be cold, but go for it. But nothing beats a late night summer drive, especially when it's with your favorite person. I just love that so much. That's what Saturday was for me. Saturdays are just serotonin boosts. So nice. I absolutely love it. Anyways, late summer night or just summer night drives with the windows down with good music. I can't speak today. I'm so sorry. Number 17, beach walks during sunset. Kind of the same thing as the driving, but you're walking and you're on a beach. And honestly, okay, this one doesn't have to be in the summer because every year my parents and my sister and I, we go to the coast for Thanksgiving. We go there for like five days around Thanksgiving and it's obviously cold. It's end of November. It's not warm. You're not sitting out in a bikini. But the sunsets that time of year at the beach are insane. The sky is like crisp. It is the weirdest thing how good the sunsets are when it's colder at the beach. Obviously, they're incredible in the summer and then in the summer when you combine a good sunset with warm air and a nice beach breeze and you're walking barefoot and you don't have to have a beanie on and a jacket and a scarf. I would say summer beach walks are probably better, but any time that you get to watch the sunset on the beach, you know that's going to be a good time. Don't lie. Doesn't matter if it's cold or warm. If you get to watch the sunset on the beach with the waves crashing, with the seagulls, with the pelicans, with the soft sand. What a good time. What a good time. Okay, so number 18 and 19 kind of go together, but number 18 is telling your fun stories to your family, like just catching up with them, telling them what's been going on in your life, all of that. And then number 19 is the fact that I just love talking to my papa. So my papa is my dad's dad, my granddad on my dad's side. 
and sometimes he'll come over to the house, sometimes I'll go over to his house, whatever it is. I just love talking to him. And it's the same thing with the rest of my family, with my friends, with my boyfriend. Just catching up on things that have been going on in your life, things that you've experienced, funny stories, all of that. I just love having those nice sit-down, face-to-face conversations where you're not worried about what's going on with work, you're not rushing to get somewhere, you're not trying to hurry up the conversation because you're going to be late to whatever. You're just sitting there, enjoying the conversation, and catching up with important people in your life. I love that. Obviously, most of us probably can't do that on a daily basis, but throughout your life, when you do have those situations where the whole family is together, and honestly, okay, it doesn't have to be the whole family. It could be one-on-one conversations. It could be with your dad, with your mom, with your sister, with your grandparents, with your next-door neighbor, with your best friend, whoever it is that is close to you that you truly care about and they truly care about you, and you get to sit down and have those good, long conversations with them, that is so comforting. That is so warming. It is just so nice. I really can't express how much I love those conversations and how much I cherish them. And so, a couple weeks ago now, um, like I said, my family experienced a loss. And it's one of those things where you know, you can't not think about it every single day after it happens. It's when, like, when you lose someone in your life, you think, like, oh, I wish I did this. I wish I said this. I wish we, you know, had one more time together so that I could tell them all about this and this and they could tell me about, you know, whatever. It's easy to, I don't know, not necessarily regret not you know, having these conversations with people, but it's just easy to miss. And obviously you're going to miss that when it's no longer available. And so it's just one of those things that I've been thinking about, like just sitting down with your family and your friends and getting to talk and getting to share your stories and your experiences and your feelings and all of that. It's so nice and I really do cherish it. And I hope you all cherish it if you're listening to this. I hope that that's something you also enjoy and that the people you're talking to enjoy listening to you and, you know, telling you their stories. And it's just so nice. It's nice to have people in your life that you can always go to, literally, whether you want to vent about something that's been stressing you out or if you want to talk about, like, the most exciting, you know, weekend that you had, whatever it is. Such a good boost of serotonin. Such a good time. So comforting. I absolutely love it. Number 20. Watching little kids just be pure kids. Watching kids just live their lives with no worries in the world. Like when they're playing in the rain or when they laugh at like every single thing that happens in a movie or when they're listening to their parents' conversations and they just can't stop giggling and they really just have no cares in the world. Like they're excited for their play date or their sleepover. And when they go to school, the classroom is going to celebrate a student's birthday and someone's going to bring in those really good cookies that have that frosting on top. 
or like when they go to school, they have gym class and recess and music and art and just so much fun stuff. Like I have told my parents this and I think my favorite time in reference to all of my years in school, because obviously from preschool through college graduation, my entire life I was in school. I've literally only been out of school for a little over one year. All of the other 22 years of my life were relating to school, really. Like, that school was a main part of my life for 22 years. And so, I think my favorite time throughout school was elementary school. Obviously, college is great with the parties and all of that. But when you're in elementary school, you do not care about anything. Like, no one is judging you. There's no drama. There are no cliques. The girls aren't really mean yet. The girls get mean in middle school. That's when, that's when the drama starts. That's when I feel like bullying might start. But when you're in elementary school, everything's good. No one cares what you wear. No one cares if you've got bedhead. You're not wearing any makeup. You have a little lunchbox or you get your lunch at school and you get those mozzarella stick things. Those are good. Those are delicious. And then like every week there's some celebration. I swear every week in elementary school you were celebrating something and it was incredible. So anyways... When I see little kids just living their lives and they are just full of pure joy and they are just so innocent and pure, like kids are so pure. That's how I describe them. I love kids. They are so sweet, so cute. I cannot wait. Well, I can wait, okay? I I can wait just fine. But later in life, I can't wait to have my own little family. That is, I, it's just one of those things that I think I would be really good at, again, later in life, not right now. But yeah, little kids are just adorable, most of them. And I just think seeing them enjoy life just puts such a big smile on my face. It really does. They're just so pure, so innocent, and I love seeing it. Just love them. Okay, I just realized Number 21 is basically the same as number 20. Number 20 was seeing just little kids just be completely happy and enjoying life and going about life in such a pure way. Number 21 is cute babies. And I said, that's it. Just cute babies. I, oh my God, just, there's nothing better than holding a little baby that has massive eyes and a cute little outfit on and their arms are pudgy, and their thighs are pudgy, and they have that little baby tummy, and a tiny little mouth, and tiny little ears, and their fingernails, little baby hands. Oh my god. It might sound like I have baby fever. I promise you, I do not. I do not want a child at this moment. I'm 23 years old. I would expect to have, like, my first child at, like, I don't know, like, late 20s, like, 28 or something, which I don't even like thinking about how close that actually is to my age right now. It's kind of terrifying to think about because I, you know, I'm running my business. 
I am enjoying life. I would like to have more time for myself before I raise a child. But when I see a cute baby, I would love to hold it. You know the episode of The Office? I said another Office reference, I think, in the last episode. But the one where Michael Scott is... It's like a compilation of him going around and just, like, holding women's babies while they put something in their car, while they use the bathroom, and they're just handing off their baby to this random man, and Michael just sits there holding the babies, and the babies love him. That's how I feel. I, they're so cute. They're little outfits, the, the big eyes, the little smiles. When a baby, when a tiny little baby smiles at you, and you're able to make that baby smile and laugh, that is a good feeling. That's what I should have written for number 21. Just when you're able to make a tiny little baby laugh. That's the cutest thing. I can't get enough of that. That is just so cute. Okay, so we have two left. Number 22, sitting down and looking through old family photos. When you pull out the photo albums or when you pull out the boxes that are full of just all of the, you know, five by seven photos that were printed at whatever printer and you have just boxes and stacks of them. That is one of my favorite things to do. I love seeing old family photos. I love seeing like baby pictures of myself and my sister when we were growing up. I love seeing the pictures of my parents like when they were dating, when they first got married, when they first moved into the house and stuff like that. I love seeing pictures of my grandparents, my cousins, like all of the family gatherings the fun vacations we've gone on, and just like throughout our lives, all of those photos. That is such a good time. I could do that for days. Like, I would say I could do it for hours, but with the amount of photos that we have, like just all of our family photos, it would, I would go through that stuff for days. It is so fun, and I really want to go through family videos. I don't think I've ever seen any of the like family videos that we have. I probably have. I just don't really remember them. But my parents said we have them somewhere and I really just want to sit down. I we would probably need like some, you know, DVD. Uh no, it wouldn't even be DVDs. They'd be tapes. Yeah, I'd need like a tape player, but we probably have that also. I just love doing that. It's so fun. It's so cute. It's just It's just adorable because then like you see the pictures of yourself as a little kid and you're just like beaming with happiness and like your your eyes are just so excited and it's like, oh my God, like it's Christmas. It's my birthday. We're at the beach. It's mom's birthday. We're in the kitchen making a cake. Like it's adorable. It really is. That's one of my favorite things. And then lastly, number 23. This has nothing to do with anything. But randomly smelling a scent that reminds you of a core memory. I know that we've all experienced this. Don't lie. When, I mean, you could be walking down the street. You could be in the grocery store. You could be sitting in your desk, sitting at your desk at work. And all of a sudden, you'll smell something for a split second. And that single smell will remind you of the most random memory that you have from whatever time in your life. It's the strangest thing how that happens, but I feel like it kind of happens often. 
And when it does, it's just like, oh, I forgot. I like forgot that that was even a part of my life. That's crazy that I just randomly remembered that at 2 p.m. on a Tuesday. That's kind of cool. I forgot about that. And now I'm kind of happy thinking about that memory. But a example of this. So this might be embarrassing for me. I don't know. I used to be obsessed, obsessed with One Direction. I'm, I'm not anymore, but I used to be obsessed. And when I got the opportunity, I, I've been to a couple of their concerts, but my first concert that I went to, I think my very first concert was One Direction. Yeah. When I went to that concert, I was so excited. I thought I was literally sitting in the nosebleeds, okay? Sitting in the nosebleeds. It was still expensive as hell. Those tickets, I think the second concert I went to for One Direction, I think my ticket was over 400 bucks. But the first concert I went to, which was One Direction, I sat in the nosebleeds. And even though I sat in the nosebleeds and I was, what was I, 11? I was probably like 11 years old. I thought Harry Styles was going to look at me and he was going to say, yep, that's the one I want. I want her, even though that's illegal. So anyways, I wanted to smell good. (laughs) I wanted to impress all of those boys. And I wanted to be like, yeah, like I might be 11 years old, but I know what I'm doing. I did not. I had braces. I probably had short hair. Like, I don't even know what was going on. Did not have any fashion sense. I've told you about my fashion sense as a kid. Did not have a fashion sense. But before the concert, I went to Walgreens and I got a little body lotion, a little moisturizer, and it was some scent. I don't even know what it was, but I still have it. I still have that bottle in like the very back of my bathroom cabinet. I still have it. And if I ever come across the bottle and I open it up and I just smell it for 0.2 seconds, I immediately get flashbacks to that exact day. And it's it's hilarious. I should probably throw it out because there's no way it's not toxic at this point. I do not even come close to putting it on my skin. Don't worry. This probably makes me sound absolutely crazy, but I know we all have something that we've kept for years that just reminds us of something from childhood or whatever. After I say this, after I record this, I will probably throw it out because now that I say it out loud, it is kind of weird. But I'm exposing myself and that's okay. But just the gist of number 23 is, you know, coming across one of those random scents and then being reminded of a core memory. I think it's crazy that that actually happens. And I don't know. I just think it's cool. And when you remember the memory and you're like, oh my God, that's cool. I forgot that happened. That was exciting. Awesome. It's just fun. It's a fun like 10 second part of your day. So yeah, that was my list of those little things in life that just bring me some comfort that might make me smile no matter what else is going on. And I know it's really easy to get incredibly annoyed and hurt and upset about all of the not so great things in life, but I do think that saying, you know, when they say like, stop and smell the roses, I think that's such a true and great saying. I I really do. And 
you know, looking at what is actually good in life and what is usually right in front of you can help brighten your day even just a little when you don't think it's possible at all. You know, like I said, when you're experiencing those not so great days, when you are able to look at what's right in front of you, which is so much easier said than done, I'm well aware. But when you are able to do that, it can make you feel so much more comfortable, at ease, and just overall, you know, it can just lift your spirits overall. And I really do think that's an amazing thing. And, you know, I don't like complaining or judging or wishing things were different. Um, because like I said, I recently, you know, had a loss. And when you have a loss, you kind of come to the realization again that life is short. So when you sit there and complain about things throughout day-to-day life or when you wish certain things were different or when you wish, you know, things were going better for you that day, yes, you're more than welcome to say those things. Everyone feels that way. But you do need to look at those little things in life because life really is short and when it comes down to it, you're not going to be regretting your outfit choices and how you did your hair and your makeup, you're not going to regret those little things in life that might be currently annoying you and making you upset, whatever it is. So you need to really look at those little things in life that are just going to bring more comfort and joy. And once you start looking at those things on a regular basis, looking at those little things in life, you're not going to have to go out of your way to find them anymore. They're kind of just going to be right in front of you all the time and you're you're always going to know that they're there. And that's one of those great things when you can really get to the point in life where you are just content and happy and it's it's an amazing feeling. So, I don't know. Just try to enjoy those little things in life and the things that are around you and everything else might start to you know, look a little better. Everything else might, you know, not become such a big issue, which would be an amazing thing for a lot of us. So yeah, I hope you enjoyed this episode. I hope you are enjoying your day, your night, your morning, whenever you're listening to this. And yeah, I will see you next week for another episode of Pure Nonsense. Bye!